This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A telemarketer. A Gerard stereo system. Casual racism? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal horror anthology television show, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you. I'm Matt Noss. With me are my favorite people in the whole wide world. It's Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! Oh, guys, how's everybody doing? Doing great, Matt. Uh, Matty? I'm fine. Yeah! Yay! Well, coming off of last week, we were on an all-time high. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, so this week, uh, if you were joining us for the first time, Tales from the Dark Side was anthology horror. Every episode was different, and today's is no exception. Today's is no exception, Matt. <laughs> you are knee deep in season four with the episode payment overdue. You know, was after this, this one, 11? we yeah, we only have ten more episodes of this series after this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we are nearly done. Does that include the ones that didn't air? It does not. Okay. Yeah, there's two episodes that did not air at any point during the series that we will be watching before we do the transmissionies. Okay. And bid a fond farewell to Tales from the Dark yeah. Side. This episode was called Payment, Payment Overdue. Overdue. It is typical around these parts that we guess on title alone what mm-hmm. this episode was about. And today... Was no exception. It was no exception, Matt. <laughs> we even give you, our fair listener, a chance to win ten American dollars in the form of a Amazon gift card as part of our dark side guess. We'll tell you all about that at the end of the show. But for now, who would like to guess what this episode was about? Well, I can go, Matt. Payment overdue. A lonely woman buys immortality from the devil for a price. The soul of her first true love. Ooh. That was good. Thank you. All right. All right. I'd watch that. Yeah. All right. Payment overdue. Jerome Hofstetter was a man who never met a loan he didn't like until he took out a loan with the wrong company, and now he's going to find out there's worse things than 300% interest rates. (laughs) I like that one. I like that, too. Here's mine. Ted is a bookkeeper who hates loose threads, so when he does the books for his father's mortuary... He finds out some debts can't be repaid. Ooh, Mm. that's good, too. I barely said mortuary. I was just thinking that was a tough word to say. Mortuary. Mortuary. The brewery at the mortuary. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, None of these guesses were quite correct. So, Jen, hit us up with them sweet deets. All right, sweet deets. This is season four, episode 10 of Tales from the Dark Side. This episode is called Payment Overdue. It aired February 14th, 1988. Valentine's Day. Aw. Aw, happy Valentine's Day, this episode. What a sweet tale of love just cuddle up with a significant other with. (laughs) Yeah. A callous collection agent discovers that she herself has an overdue payment involving Rita Valdez, a client who took drastic steps to end her financial woes. This episode was directed by John Drury, 
who directed this and season three's The Swap uh, was written by Richard Benner, who also wrote season three's The Swap, uh, which I quite liked. This episode stars uh, Maura Swanson as Jeanette Simpson. Uh, she was in seven episodes of Search for Tomorrow and Lewis Arlt as Michael. He was in one episode of Search for Tomorrow <laughs> and Wanda to Jesus was the voice on the phone. Uh, she has been, her fanciest credit is uh, being in a long-term relationship with Jimmy Smits since 1986. <laughs> yeah. Guys, man lives in this sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. It's a place that's just as real, but not as bright. Either. It's a dark side. It's a real dark Guys, side. Let's be serious, though. It's a dark side. But when the door from the dark side swings wide open, we get a cavalcade of 80s tech. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> War games. Keyboards. <laughs> Dot matrix printers. <laughs> Chiron. <laughs> Telephones. <laughs> Modems. <laughs> Answering machines. Uh, hi, I can't come to the phone right now, but uh, just uh, leave a message at the beep. beep. Takes a second. Helen Cooper's name comes up on the green screen. I forget what these types of monitors were called. That were just one color monitors. I don't remember. They were usually either orange or green. Yes. Right. Describe the lady who we see here. We see the poor woman, Sigourney Weavner. <laughs> Sigourney Weavner? <laughs> That's the name on her card. <laughs> God damn. It's Sigourney Wovener. Yeah. And she I thought been... we were getting Sigourney Weaver. No, we got Sigourney <laughs> Wovener. <laughs> Wait, did you say Judge Wapner? I said, Wapner. Oh, God. This movie's going to be terrible. It looks like they took all three characters from nine to five and <laughs> stitched them into one person. It's a real... Yeah. She's a real go-getter. I mean, I think that's what they really want to establish she here. Is, she is also... I'd, I'd also smush together all of designing women. Mm. <laughs> yeah. She's my Delta Berg. She's business, business, business. She, I think this whole thing was to show us that this lady means business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She knows how to use these hard to use technologies of the 80s. Would you say, guys, that she has a head for business, but a body? A bod for, for, sin? for sin? Yeah. She's a real working girl. She is a real working girl. <laughs> Let the river run, let all my dreams let's whisper. Drip, 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 drip. Okay. Juice. <laughs> don't know. All right. I don't know. Well, she's a bill collector. So we've got a, a great montage of her as a bill collector. And she seems to be really good at this job. Well, I, she also seems to be very manic. There's a point in a conversation with Bill. We'll get to it. But she says, I need, and she pregnant pauses, and I just wrote, 
cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> well, so why did you why did you feel that she was manic? Uh, because this maybe it was just the uh I assumed that this was going over like days and days of this. Her sing-songiness and her like just nonstop, you know. I, I she just it was an assault. So I I felt like that was just her playing a character to whoever the call like playing whatever character the call needed. I didn't think that was her being all over the place. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was her tailoring her personality to whoever it was. If it was a Southern person, she was going to play a Southern belle. If it was a New Yorker, she was going to play someone from Queens, right? She was going to do whatever she had to yeah, but for you didn't, that call. You, I, but I feel like we didn't see that as... I, I don't know that I saw that. We didn't see her doing... That took a real dark side leap on, okay. on this one. Meaning that you you bought it. I, I get you what yeah. you're saying. Like, this... And I kind of uh, I kind of agree because la- she baby talks. Yeah, that's she, that's where I, that's why I felt that that was she, because she, she if that wasn't her doing that, then I agree with you. Mm-hmm. She's all over the place. But to me, it felt like she was like like you said for one for one customer she was baby talking and for the next she was acting like a real ditz mm-hmm. and f- you know for the next then she was a real hard ass like it just kind of ran the gamut okay. i'm sorry to, to cut you off man no please, no no please no finish your thought all right finished so <laughs> we we get all that she's on the line with helen cooper helen cooper needs to pay Hel- helen cooper Wasn't, yeah what her name isn't Helen Cooper, but the per- no. the first person she talks to isn't Helen Cooper the mom from Night of the Living Dead. Uh, I can't remember. I yeah, I think so. Yeah, I thought it was Helen Cooper. Yeah. Well, there you go. She gets a call from her boss Bill, mm-hmm. and this becomes a real how phone. There's a lot of yeah. yeah this is yeah. a this is basically a how phone bottle episode, especially towards the end. Yep. There is there is a lot of stuff going on in this episode. It is kind of there's a lot of nothing going on in this episode. Correct. Where she she is really busy, but really it's she's a bill collector. They introduce Bill, her boss, who she's not getting her commission from, but that's a total red herring. That's just mm-hmm. them yeah. being like, "Hey, remember guns?" <laughs> oh, well, you never get, well, here's what one looks like. <laughs> Do you think she was talking to an actual bill? Oh, bill Like an overdue bill? Like bill <laughs> bill collector? Y- yes. <laughs> yes. Why it's me, bill collector. <laughs> a shiny kind of pay me. A shiny kind of treat. <laughs> I'm in your mailbox. I'm always something neat. Put me with a check and then the order is complete. I'm Bill Collector. I'll see you in your sheets. (laughs) (laughs) I like pussy. (laughs) There he is. (laughs) Bill Collector, shame on you. She at one point is on the phone um, talking to a child. Right. Mary Jane. Yeah, Mary Jane, your mommy is in trouble. No, don't cry. 
but your mommy is in terrible. Tr- she's real nasty. She. This is uh, they. They are making me not care about this character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's a nasty lady. And so she hangs up with Mary Jane, and then ring, 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 ring on her private line. Who did you think this voice sounded like when it started? So the voice comes on, and it is like a oh. I instantly went to Grandpa Simpson. No, I'm cold. Yeah, that's that's a that's a fair. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like it's Grandpa Simpson calling, <laughs> but then it turns into a a Latin American woman, right? Salvadoran, yeah. Yes. So let's t- put a pause on this episode and just yell at Tales from the Dark Side for sequencing. Why are there two phone episodes Why back to back? Why are there two phone episodes back to back? When they mm. their strongest episode. Yeah. Why couldn't it have been this earlier in the season, the terrible racist one, and then... Uh, la- can uh, you, sorry, can you right. be more mm-hmm. specific as to what you mean by the terrible racist? <laughs> oh, the one with J.D. Raw. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and Divine. Okay. But why am I getting back to back? Very similar thread. Well, they did that last year with the uh, the two body swaps within like three episodes. That's true. They don't have they don't have control of their pacing. Is my problem. Or yeah. their track yeah. listing. Like, yeah, yeah. If yeah. this were an if album. If this was an album, it'd be disappointing. I'd, I'd be like, like, what? I just Why heard are there this two song. ballads? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your name ain't Mariah Carey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sing two songs that are slow back yeah. to back. Um, so the voice on the phone is mumbling, and she thinks maybe it's a prank caller, saying, um, my payment is overdue. It's lonely and cold and dark. I wish to make my payment. Uh, uh, hey, where'd you get this number from, creep? Hang it's up. unlisted. She hangs up. Ring, ring. Hello? Uh, Hang up. Ring, ring. I, look. Uh, <laughs> it's lonely and cold. And full of terrors. And full of terror. <laughs> the night, is, the night is dark and full, full of, of terrors. terrors. Uh, she hangs up. She's scared. And that's the act break? That yep. is the act break, yes. <sighs> this is a quick app. Yeah, yeah, it is. We're going to have to... <laughs> going to have to really fart around. Yeah. Get to 45 minutes on this one. We'll see how we do after this commercial break. We'll be back with more transmissions after this. It's the freak <laughs> you proud of yourself <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of proud of you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We're back. 
I don't think there has been anything <laughs> that has taken over this show harder or stronger than Freddy Freaker. <sighs> He's the party freak. Well, that's first and foremost. Yeah. Like, it's the freak phone, and he's the party freak. He wants you to join the party. And he wants you to do it fast. He wants you to do it easy. He, Can, what are some of the things that Freddy Freaker is telling us? Well, he's telling us what's, what's hot and what's not. What's hot and what's not. Scamming. What's scamming from, from New, New York, York to L.A. LA. Uh, he's telling us... Um, I mean, jamming... What's cool? What's hot? Where party action- till you drop. Oh, party till you drop. drop. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever been on a phone call and been like, "What a great party"? No. No. Do you think Freddie Freaker is lying to us? Like, are you are you trying to tell me that he is untrue? Okay, so the other, you know, they did the A-B testing of the commercial, right? Right. And the other one had just like the weirdo The dudes. weird faces yeah, with the, the weird, Yeah, the weird yeah. warped sort of Frank Zappa looking faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, with the Mr. Sparkle yep. eyes. Yeah. So there was no mesh, there was no mention in there of Freddy Freaker. That is correct. None. Okay. So does that mean it's possible you could call this number and... Freddy Freaker would be nowhere to be found. Or, conversely, could you have seen the commercial with just the, the freak B, dudes? The B testing. The B testing. Then called this number, and it's nonstop Freddy Freaker talk, and you don't know what the fuck is going on? Mm. I would wager a guess. I am so sad it's gone. <laughs> that we can't, can't find out. I would call that, it. That we can't just put yeah. C in $2 yeah. and, and just dial it right now. Yeah. What happened when you dialed it? I just got a, this number is not in service, or this number is not uh, available uh, with your phone plan or something. Do you think if we hopped on like a landline? I think 900 I don't, numbers, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think like I think they have been... Usurped. Yes. Like, I don't know why you would want to run a 900 number now. No. Can you imagine... In the 90s, to go through the trouble of calling a 900 sex sex line and how expensive that was. Right. And how cheap and disposable pornography is now. Like, just how quaint and old-fashioned that seems. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend $1,000 tonight to talk to my girl. I'm going to spend $30 tonight. Or... $50. $50. I'm going to spend $50, $60. See, that, like, even... And some of them weren't even technically for jerking off. Have you ever heard the Mike O'Brien sketch about the uh, about the talk line? Mm-mm. I'll see if I can find it. We have time. We have time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back. So, guys... She, she's talking to Bill, her boss. Her, her boss. And saying that a dead person called her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and because she had a Hispanic accent, uh, 
El Salvadorian, we learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, she assumes that this is some dead person's dead dead person cleaning lady is what she calls her. Yeah. So racist and strike number one. She doesn't feel safe in her own apartment. This is New York City. People get killed for subway tokens here. Yeah. It's a he's she's she doesn't start off this bad. Yeah. But boy, does she become a real piece of shit as this episode keeps yeah. going. Yeah. So somewhat so Bill is gonna go check on this number, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that ever pays off. That does not pay off. No. Well, we don't mm. we don't know because when he called back, he got hung up on. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh but so her doorman buzzes up to her and tells her that Michael Simpson from Nelson. the welfare. Oh, I thought it was Simpson. Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, so, so it's Mike Nelson? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, I was like, MST3K? Yeah. yeah it wasn't Joel Hodgson? <laughs> um, so he's from the welfare department, um, and he has a payment, or he has something for her. So she buzzes him up. He comes up, and he tells her that he has a payment from Rita Valdez. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, She's like, fine, come on up. Yeah. And this guy is fresh off the turnip truck. Like he <laughs> he's in a suit, but he is like, whoo, air conditioning. Oh, you got a park view. Oh, look at this place. Wow, how fancy. I wrote down, is he coming from air conditioners? Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> what is, th- oh, this isn't a window unit. Oh. He has never seen an apartment. No. So. He is supposedly a welfare case worker. Mm-hmm. Right. And he is here to settle the account of Ruth Valdez. Rita. Rita, thank you. Okay. Now, in the real world, you know, the world that you and I live in, mm-hmm. he would then hand her the yellow envelope, say, payment in full. Yep. See you later. See you later. Maybe, maybe get receipt for... Yeah. The thing. Yeah. That yeah. Add another four seconds. Yeah. He yeah. wouldn't. He wouldn't sit down and then have dinner with her. <laughs> right. Just sit <laughs> and down end up and sleeping not sleeping on top of the sheets. Yeah. yeah. I. How this happens is so natural. It's supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Like she was just in the right place for this guy to waltz right in and have a seat. Yeah. So he starts he starts dropping all he he starts telling spinning the story of Rita Valdez. She is um she's from El Salvador. She was uh, a political refugee. She was a political refugee. She jumped from her sixth floor tenement uh to her death. Um she was sick. She had a brain tumor. Yep. Uh she was terrified of judges because her husband, husband was faced to death, put to yeah, death yeah. by a judge. It's like, oh, well, our our girl here, and what's her name? Because I don't even Jeanette. know. Jeanette. Jeanette is like not having any of this. No. But Michael does hand Jeanette the the envelope. Yes. And when she opens it up, she sees the bill. She sees the check. And then she sees a holy card. Yes, mm-hmm. with a guardian angel. With on a guardian it. angel. With Michael. I w- I wrote it's, down. It's Michael. Yes, mm. the archangel. Yes. I'm like, that's Michael. And it wasn't until, even though I wrote down Mike Nelson, 
I did not realize that his name was Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I felt so dumb. Yeah. Later <laughs> in the episode. Um, but anyway, we'll get we'll get to that. She starts showing off her wares. She's like, "See this radio? This high five is a Gerard. I got it from Service Merchandise." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor people are leeches. Look at my radio. Yep. And then she's like, "There's doers and there's takers, and I, my friend, am a doer." And so are you. And I'm such a doer. I wouldn't be stuck in poverty. I could get help and get. I I could get myself out of poverty. I wouldn't be like one of these leeches. Well, and I think that's when he he says something along the lines of like, "Oh, really?" Mm-hmm. And she says, "I was married to a real loser for a year. He liked three things. He liked his welfare check, his bottle of whiskey, and knocking me around." She's. She's lived some life. Mm-hmm. She could be a sympathetic character. But she is not. But not she in any way. is not. And then, like, it's getting to a point where I'm like, why is Michael still here? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He like, has handed over the check. His business is done. Yeah. But she is, she is afraid of this caller. So she's yeah, like, I mean, hey. she she did tell Bill earlier how afraid she was for her own safety. Um, he that he needed to do something about this, and then a dude from the city comes over. She will not let this guy leave. She asks him to stay for dinner. Yes, this is bizarre. Yes, it is. Which part is bizarre? Her having him stay for dinner, or the fact that they ate in total darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's make it even better. She changed into her robes. <laughs> her dinner robes. She got in her dinner robes. She prepared a chocolate mousse. She, she prepared a chocolate mousse. Decided to get ham dazzled. Yeah. <laughs> she drinks an entire bottle of, of wine, wine in front of a stranger in a town where they will kill you over a, a subway, subway token. token. She decides to... Yeah, you seem all right. To a guy she just met who works in a field that she thinks is unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if any murderers show up. Okay, I'm bombed. <laughs> don't let them. Don't let them touch my chugga moose. You seem like you have a nice job. Anyway, boop. You can sleep on top of the sheets if you want. And if you well, have to, just you can dry hump to the side. <laughs> just don't get wet on me. <laughs> if you're going to toss a batch, <laughs> do it anywhere else but me. If you're gonna if if you're gonna have a south sneeze, just turn <laughs> off. A south sneeze, nice. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. I hate jizz. All right. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Well, so yeah. Uh, he, she she asks him to say. He says he can sleep on the couch. She says no, 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 no. Because I sleep on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> she does not have a bed. She sleeps, and it's New York. I guess I'll I'll give it to her that she sleeps. It's a on pull out, out, right? Yeah, right. A, a hideaway. Yeah. If you're gonna sleep nice, you have to pull out too. Okay, I just can't. I can't deal with that again. If you're gonna do the old <laughs> trip. 
strip, you know what I mean? Put a sock in it. Just go somewhere else. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I kind of like it. (laughs) (laughs) I just just haven't seen a man. He he shuttles her off to bed. He is a a caregiver. He he judo throws her into a bed. (laughs) (laughs) Tucks her in, and the phone rings. And he uh, he goes over and does the best white dad dismissal ever of now you you listen to me buster it's I, the hey you get your damn, damn hands, hands off <laughs> yeah <laughs> now i disapprove of this whole phone call so if you don't mind adios muchacho baloney <laughs> uh turns out it was bill yeah <laughs> her boss yeah probably calling to tell her but tell her there's a ghost <laughs> uh, I was just. <laughs> this was Bill on the other end. <laughs> I was just at uh, the library. I, I did all the research. Uh, she has a guardian angel. His name is Michael. <laughs> oh God, he's just trying to uh, pay paid in full. Hey, Mister So and So, why don't you take your? Oh no, he got you. Shove it. He got you. <laughs> well, goodbye. Uh, why didn't she tell me where she lived? <laughs> She is so impressed by the way that he handles this phone call. Yes, she invites him to stay until she falls asleep, and then he can just sort of slink out. Well, and so that's when he says, "Like, well, I'll just, I'll just sleep on top of the covers, yeah, and leave my suit on, you know, so I can go back to work tomorrow like nothing happened." <laughs> that's New York public service for you. <laughs> she, um, she falls asleep immediately. He falls asleep. As is their want. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the phone rings again. No, no, yes, the phone yeah. rings again. Yeah, she picks it up, and it's it's so cold and lonely here. It's so cold and lonely. She hangs up, and then destroys her phone. Well, no, then it call then it calls back. She picks it up, same thing. So she smashes the phone. Yep. And now, in something that we've not seen from this ghost, it comes through a clock radio. Yeah. Yep. So she smashes the clock radio. It's now 9 it's p.m. and you're listening to WKCB. Smash, smash, smash. Home of the cold and lonely. <laughs> and now she turns on the TV. Now it's coming through the TV. So she goes and she unplugs the TV. Now it's coming through, I think, the computer monitor. So she this goes curse over. must be even. My payment is overdue. Where's Michael? Where is my angel? Michael? Michael, Michael. And that's, uh, that's, and that's a hack break. break. Um, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Hello and welcome to 1900 Fun Girls, where luscious girls are waiting to talk to you. Great, I'd like to uh, talk We're to. We're really a... horny and so excited oh. to share all our secrets Re- with you. Recording or something? You must be 18 years or older to proceed. Are you at least 18? Yes. If so, say yes. Yes. If not, say no. Yes. I like that. That's fun. So many hot girls are waiting to talk to you. Each sexy call costs $4.99 a minute. Oof. If you still wish to proceed, say, take me to the fun girls. Or to speak with an agent, say, agent. Um, take me to the fun girls? Mm, I didn't quite catch that. 
take me to the fun girls? Dan, you woke me up. It's 8.30 p.m. Sorry, it's, honey, I'm on an important phone call. Are you still there? Oh, uh, yes. Mm, I like that. Please enter a valid credit card number, followed by the pound sign, then the star button. Got it. Dan. A. Roberts of... One, two, five, running, spring lane, social security. Three, two, uh, eight, nine, no, three, one, You don't oh, need three. to have my social security Beginning then. to charge your card. Okay. Now, if you're okay with that and want to get right to the hot action, say, give me that hot action. Um, give me that hot action? Mm, sounds like you want hot action. <laughs> yes. Please select from the following list of hot live girls. Or to speak with an Asian, say, agent. Uh, are you saying Asian or agent? Hi, I'm uh, Crystal, and I want to tell you a sexy secret. Okay, yeah, um, the one with the secret. Mm, got it. Connecting you now. Hi, this is Crystal. Is someone there? Yes, hi. Hi, I'm Dan. How's it Sorry, going? Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Uh, wait a second. Is this a, is this a person? Is this a real person? Of course I'm real. Otherwise, how would I know today is... May 2 0 2 0 1 uh, 12. What are you wearing? I'm wearing... Thongs. And... Small panties. Nope. Next girl, uh, a human, please. Hi, I'm Sandy, and I'm already naked waiting for your call. Good. Sure, that one. Hey, this is Sandy. I can't chat right now, because I'm... Deceased. Oh, my God. But if you want to leave me a sexy voicemail, press 1. Oh, God. Now, agent, uh, live girls, anything? Got it. I heard Richard. Nope. Connecting now. Uh, hey, this is Richard. What's up, Dan? I am uh, really smacking it around right now, brother. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, no, a girl, please. Uh, not this. Mm, sounds like you want to talk to a girl. Yes. If that's the case, say... I gots to gets nasty. What? I want to get nasty. Mm, I didn't quite catch that. I gots to get nasty. Mm, I didn't quite catch that. I gots to get nasty. Mm, I didn't quite catch that. I gots to. I didn't quite catch that. I gots to get nasty. Mm, I didn't quite catch that. Nasty. I gots to get nasty. Damn it, Dan! Are you still on that call? Get off the phone! Sorry. Uh, go back to bed, honey. Still there? Yes. There are so many girls waiting to get you off. If that sounds good, say. Good. And press one at the same time. One. I mean, I mean good. <laughs> hmm. You said one. That's different. Connecting. Dan, yeah, it's me again. I'm closer than ever on this one. So just any word you say is going to do it. Give me any word. Agent. Agent. Oh, like secret agent. <laughs> All of our agents are assisting other callers. We do have a sexy redhead who wants to chat live with you. Press three now. Hello? Hello. Is this my mom? What? I'm trying to reach my mom, Amber. What? She was supposed to pick me up, uh, and I can't get through the phone menu to her. Um, I'm one of the guys calling to talk to to your mom as well. Can you pick me up? Uh, Asian. Uh, agent. Agent. Got it. Connecting. Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. To hear a preview for Utensils, say, I got to get nasty. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> Who is that uh, credited to, Matt? Nelson? That is Michael Bryan off uh. of Tasty Radio. The track was called Fun Girls. Loved it. I, I do love that. <laughs> we, we listened to a selection of 900 number commercials to play on this, and I think that just summed them up perfectly. All of them yeah. are just like, mm. If you want to talk to a hot, live, nasty, live girl who is live and nasty, 
Yeah, I thought that was a really weird take for Tone Logue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about the 900 commercials for, for sexy women is that there it's it's Vaseline is covering yep. those lenses. Yeah. They it is five feet away from them, or maybe twenty feet away from them. It's barely focused, and it's just one mic hanging somewhere. It just sounds like an empty room, and it's just like Are you interested in talking to a sexy blur? <laughs> We're thinking about your call. <laughs> I'm all alone by a phone. I don't know where I am. And I'm just a blur. Okay. Will your manhood be the map that unlocks this mystery? I'm in a sexy trunk. <laughs> oh, me? I can't find my way out of this sleeping bag. Maybe somebody <laughs> could help me. By joining me. I wish I knew how to put on clothes. But I don't, so I just have to be naked. Except for this bathing suit that I come with. I can't duty unless somebody's <laughs> looking me in the face holes. Can you help me? I wish I had a recipe for pot pie. Do you have a recipe for pot pie? If you do, you can listen to me make pot pie all night long also i'm blurry grampy says we can go fishing tomorrow do you want to join us for a fish fish i had a nightmare last night about the devil do you want to hear about my nightmare he was also a pig man (laughs) i'm not allowed into canada because of my drinking Can you be my designated driver tonight? Do you know where to buy fresh fruit in the metro area? (laughs) Hot chat. Hot chat. I can tell you about all of the places to get the freshest produce. I have secrets. Shh. Don't tell anyone about this bodega. Moist brownies. My brownies are so moist, you'll have to eat them with a straw. Thong underwear. (laughs) Victoria's not the only one with a secret. Wink. (laughs) But my name is Victoria. (laughs) And I do have sexy secrets. I have so many sexy... All right, time up. (laughs) Really? What sexy secret over the phone is going to really blow your mind? My stepfather embezzled $23,000 from a client. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I think about that. Is it just lesbian stuff? Is it just I think about girls? Like, is that the only secret? I, I, I guess... I I have never in my life heard a sexy secret. Right. I don't think I've because ever heard. I think it's all in the telling. Right. Well, I okay. I have a secret drinking problem. <laughs> when I drink, I can't control it and I'm scared. <laughs> oh. That's not really a sexy, sexy secret. secret. I think I need help. <laughs> 
Can you help me, Daddy? Oh, giggle. But but really, sixty dollars, please. <laughs> See you in sixty dollars. <laughs> oh, All right, let's get back to it. Yeah, because I need to tell you about the time I went to Cancun. I was such a naughty girl. I ate 15 Eskimo pies and then threw them up. I have bulimia. On purpose. (laughs) It's sexy. We went to an all-inclusive resort in Cancun, and I didn't leave my room because they bring me food. And then I just throw it up in the doity. (laughs) Do you want to hear me throw it up? This is not my kink, man. No. (laughs) (laughs) I gots to get nasty. (laughs) All right. Well, we come back and welcome to Darkness Poor Lit, the show. Yeah. (laughs) What is going on with this part of the episode? Nobody is in light. Everybody's in shadow. you You can just assume that it's Michael lying on the bed. Because he's still wearing his suit. Mm-hmm. Um, he slept through her going on a like smashing run in her apartment, breaking everything that had a circuit board. And then she I th- didn't she like go up and like shake him or something? Yeah, she, she had was to go screaming his she name. Was like, Michael, Michael, Michael. So finally he wakes up. He's like, whoa, what's happening here? She's like, look, if you are in on this shit, you need to tell me. Because she was calling you, and your name is Michael. I'm not as stupid as you think I am. (laughs) So he gets up and doesn't deny it. Mm -hmm. And gets. he starts asking her some questions now. Well, why would you think that I'm in on it? And then she he just gets her talking. While he rubs her shoulders... Oh yeah, he was behind her. That's that's right. He was he was behind her. Very creepy. And he starts asking more and more questions and he's like, "Well, so you record your phone calls, right?" "Well, yeah. And you would have records of when the last time you spoke was." "Well, yeah." yeah. "Well, then why don't we go listen to them?" And he grabs her, grabs by, her by the, the wrist, wrist rather forcefully. Yeah, and takes her over to the computer and she says, "Oh, well, I cut the wires." Oh, this part is straight. Like, all right, well, we're introducing mysticism. Yep. Yeah. Because my man grabs two wires. And says, let me check the wires. And says, let me check the wires. Let me check the wires. I want to talk to my agent. Let me talk to your agent. <laughs> she, she's watching this guy fuse cables together with his thumbs. Or that really, must be what men do. Or really just push them together so they stick. Right, so that the glue that they yeah, have on there... <laughs> the rubber cement. Um, so he pushes them together. He's a... Uh, God, what did he say? Huh, I guess I didn't write it down, but he... Uh, it was he's, sexual he's dynamo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. He's good at this type of stuff. He, yeah, he yeah. likes yeah. technology. So... He pushes the wires together and then hits play, and it's immediately at the part 
of the of the phone call. Right. This mm-hmm. is this is the most this possibly is the most unbelievable part of the whole thing. <laughs> is that it's miraculously right at the beginning of the call. Yeah. Because it would have been uh nope, that's not it. <laughs> oh, we went too far. Gotta go back. Ah, yeah. oh, too far back. Gotta go forward. And play. And here it is, the conversation. It's uh, Jeanette trying to get that money. And, and it's real racist. And she's she's just... No entiendo. I, well, and, and so while they're listening to it, Jeanette is trying to explain away every bad thing mm-hmm. she did. Oh, well, you know a lot of them say they can't speak English, and they can. Right. My head hurts. This word is too big. Litigation. Litigation. Well, and I I forget what her exp- her explanation was for for the rest of this stuff. Oh, was, a judge. It's like goes go to a judge for money. Well, and and how was I supposed to know she was afraid of judges? And Michael's basically like you could have you could have just been like a. A decent person. Yeah, you could have listened to her. Yeah, you could have you could have listened. Um, so that's basically the end of the call. She tells her, "Well, we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get, get the, the legal court. system. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get the court involved. Uh, so good day to you." Yeah. Hangs up, and the time of the call I think was like three fifty mm-hmm. p.m. And by four o'clock, she had jumped out the window. Right, she was dead. And. So uh, Jeanette's she, like, I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, and so he starts. He, he, well, I mean, sure, it's nice and cool in here, you know. Well, but before before he starts changing anything, she says, well, what, what are you? My, you're not my judge and jury. And he says, well, actually, I am your judge. Mm-hmm. And that is when he says there must be. A balance. Must be a balance so the dead can rest. Yes. And that is when her apartment starts to make not so subtle changes. So he snaps his finger and the blinds disappear. And now instead it's of It's a real your life without nickel situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so instead of looking out over i don't know central park or wherever she was looking over before she's now she's looking, looking at brick walls uh and it's hot in the apartment yeah you it's hear hot the in the sounds apartment. of the city yeah and um all of her beautiful furniture her, disappears yeah all of her beautiful furniture all of her the TVs, radio, radios TV. yeah now there's just a table in the middle of the room with two chairs uh a telephone and then the washer and the dryer which was the whole reason why she was getting harassed by sentinel in the first place uh, the washer and the dryer that she had bought to do laundry for her neighbors for money. Mm-hmm. And this is when we get to a part that made us all, I wouldn't even say groan. You hit, Jen, you hid behind pillows. It was the. To be fair, this is the most horrifying thing I've seen yeah. on Tales, so it's frightened me. You you reminded me of the party goer in Ghostbusters <laughs> after the terror dog busts out of Lewis's bedroom and you're the guy hugging the pillow behind yeah. the couch. That was me. That was you. We all felt physical pain 
during this sequence. This is because, a real oof. Yeah, I I wrote uh, uh not oof, but I I think I probably yeah you wrote, I wrote oof. You wrote oof in all caps. I, I wrote get it in all caps. I get it. Um, but he, oof. Michael, I wrote yikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael comes behind her and he says, "Well, you speak too clearly," and rubs her throat, and that's when. If 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 Mike Trashmouth in um it had had a character yeah. like this, in fact, I think he I think he actually did, because uh, he was always the one who said like Senor. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what that character's name was, I don't but remember. it is a terrible accent. Now she yeah, so now she has the accent because she's poor, and I I'm not even gonna do it. No, don't don't. I, no. It's best. It's best yeah. that none of us do. But she starts speaking, and she's like, "Oh no, I didn't know. I didn't know." Yeah. And now, and then her phone starts ringing. And there's one more thing. Michael kisses her head to and give her a she brain ha- tumor. Yeah, and now she has a splitting headache, and she's getting phone calls from Sentinel now, yeah. telling her that if she doesn't start paying, they're going to start getting. But she gets a call involved. from herself. Oh, was it her? Yeah. Oh. Very similar to the last episode. Oh, yeah. We have two episodes in a row of people getting calls from themselves. So, all right. And then it it slow pans out, and then the credits are there with her not responding. Well, and Michael disappears. Yeah. Are we meant to assume that she will shortly thereafter jump out the window? Well, let's talk about it. Oh, I don't know. I, I I guess I didn't think about that. I guess I thought that she was stuck like this. Mm-hmm. Like this was her her penance. Yeah. So I think this is. But if she's following the pattern of of um, Rita, Rita, this is this is the point right where Rita jumped out the window shortly yeah. after this phone call. Yeah, so I yeah. wonder if. She's actually going to, you know, pull herself up by the bootstraps, which she she said, said she, she could would. do. Hmm. Okay, that's the episode. But what you're talking about is the writers' room. Okay. Yes. Because there is nothing in this episode that leads me to believe that she jumped. Okay. But there's nothing to lead me to believe that she didn't jump. Okay. Because at this point, I am like, if she has just become Rita, mm-hmm. she's trapped in a time loop. Yes. Where this this is her eternity, is this really shitty stage play playing out mm-hmm. over and over again, which doesn't necessarily work for me. The whole episode doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was not good. <laughs> I thought it was not good mm-hmm. because Michael comes to pay the debt, and there's nothing about her trying to collect the debt as a job. When he shows up with the check, the debt is paid. Yeah. I don't understand her skin in the game. She was doing her job trying to get the money. Now, it was, granted, it was the way she went about doing it. You can be a debt collector and you don't have to make your your collectees jump out the window. Correct. True. And as we saw from the phone call with the little girl, she was not above using very shady tactics. And that's a garbage tactic. True, mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she's a good person. I'm just confused 
as to what about what happens evens the debt. Is it because she puts her back in her place that now Jeanette has been lowered in station and now has to climb her way back up? No, I don't. I don't. I just, I'm very confused as to yeah. what the lesson yeah, they, is. They, they talk about balance several times, but they don't actually tell us what balance means. Right. You know, you have to. You have to give. I us guess metrics. this is to her. This is so. Sh- now you see how the other half lives. Except she basically said she already did. Yeah. Right. Like she's climbed her way up. If it was like a. If it was, you need to, right, that whole part about her climbing and working her way up mm-hmm. negates her having to go back to the bottom. Right. They, they did glance over that a bit. They just had her say, and I made my way up, right? So it was like, come up with idea, question marks, profit, right? So, it, mm-hmm. you know, all we got was question marks from that, but... If I was going to fix that problem, if I was going to plug that hole, mm-hmm. I would give more of her explanation of the things she had to do to pick herself up instead of just saying, I picked myself up by the bootstraps. Because a lot of times, you know, when I'm watching the news and I hear people say that, it turns out like okay. they got government assistance and shit. Right. I got it. They. This episode is a Christmas carol, mm-hmm. and they didn't complete it. It needed to end with her in the room being like, oh, no, and then waking up in her bed with all of her gear. And then being nice. And to- then being nice. Yeah. Like hmm. calling, you know, realizing that it's five days in the before mm-hmm. or it's the day of. It's May 20th. Like, they made such a big deal about the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, the f- the radio comes on, and it's like, happy May 20th. And she's like, what? 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 Oh, spirit. Yeah. Oh, and like, and she calls. Rita. Rita. Rita and she's like, you take your time. We'll work it out together. Mm-hmm. And that's how the episode ends. That would bring balance. That would have been better. Yeah. And I think that. It having and then the f- and then in, and then <laughs> he would see Michael come in like in the corner like that in he, but he'd have like clouds behind mm-hmm. him in blue and he'd wink. And be like, <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Now, now there's balance. Wink, wink. <laughs> and now you know the rest of the story. Ah. <laughs> uh. You were saying something, Maddie. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I don't remember. Um, anything else we would fix? That's what I would do to fix this. Because th- her trapped in the room with her talking to the... That doesn't make any sense for balance. No. It's well, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, to, to me, the fact that they brought an archangel into it. It, th- that to me doesn't really show much room for penance. It doesn't show room for anything other than uh, uh, 
punitive measures, right? She doesn't learn. She can't repent. She can't do anything. Also, if if he's if his job as a guardian angel was to protect her during life, he did a really then, shitty job. He did a job. really shit job, and then just follow up after. Yeah, he he couldn't have Where given was her he this whole time. Yeah, he couldn't have given her the twenty five dollars. Like, right? Is his whole job to kiss tumors into existence? Yeah, yeah. Why can't he kiss a fucking tumor out of existence? Yeah. Thank you very much. Mm. Ah, give us a scale. Uh scale of one to ten uh, cups of chocolate mousse. Three? I give it four and a half. I give it four. Yeah, I guess I was just it was unsatisfying. Off of, coming off of last week. Yeah. With such a similar thing, this is this is not a great app. Yeah. Congratulations to this week's winner of the Dark Side Guess. Congratulations, Karen Liska Evans. Your response is very long, so I will direct everyone to the Facebook page to read it. Uh if you would like to enter the Dark Side Guest, you need to be following us on Facebook at facebook.com slash T from the Dark Side. That's also how you find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at TFTDSpod. And if you'd like to email us, it's T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Uh, we continue to blow through this season. But guys, did I forget anything? Hmm. Try to enjoy. Edith Swenson. <laughs> it's me, everybody. I try to enjoy the daylight. Try okay? to enjoy that daylight. Okay. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.